Welcome back, everybody. This is Rick Pettigrew with a sneak peek at our top news stories from this past week of Archaeologica. Send us feedback on the Archaeology Channel Facebook page or post a message on our social networking site, Archaeoseek. Excavators in northwestern Iran have reported new discoveries shedding light on the little-known Dalma culture dating to 7,000 years ago. Birdbone flutes from 12,000 years ago in Israel might have been used to hunt birds. Conservation workers at the ancient Maya city of Ushmal came across an unexpected ritual offering of four vessels that might contain food residues. And a microscopic examination of a preserved organ from a member of Florence's famed Medici family shows that the individual had malaria. Thanks to everyone for supporting our subscription platform, Heritage Broadcasting Service, available at heritagetac.org. We now have hundreds of titles you can binge upon on Roku. Please help us spread the word. Again, that link is heritagetac.org. Our tour program, TAC Tours, will continue this year, including a tour of megalithic sites in Ireland in September. The link to our tour program is at archaeologychannel.org tours. And now, here's Laura Kennedy with the audio news from Archaeologica. We hope you find this to be a valuable part of your day. Welcome to the audio news from Archaeologica. I'm Laura Kennedy, and these are the headlines in archaeological and historical news for the week of June 4th through the 10th, 2023. We begin our week in Iran, where relics belonging to the Dalma culture came to light near a site in the northwest of the country called Sufian Hill, which dates to 7,000 years ago. According to archaeologist Manaz Sharifi, the preliminary results of the excavation show the remains of architecture likely used for permanent settlement. Before this recent excavation, most of the sites of the 5th millennium BC had poor quality structural remains. As reported by the Tehran Times, more than three and a half meters of soil accumulation correlated with the 5th millennium BC were identified during the excavations. The team found an adobe foundation believed to be from a furnace or similar thermal structure, which is unique in its kind in the region. The settlement also contains terracotta pots made in the basket method associated with the Dalma culture. Dalma is a prehistoric culture whose widespread ceramic remains have been excavated previously in central and northern valleys of the Zagros Mountains in northwestern Iran. Ceramics are the most prominent material remains of this culture yet uncovered. With the exception of pottery, other aspects of the culture, such as its origins, chronology, and social and economic structure, are poorly understood. The Sufian Hill site lies within Oshnaviye County, situated in West Azerbaijan province, Iran. Oshnaviye is home to archaeological sites, tomb chambers, and bas-relief carvings created by the Kingdom of Urartu. It boasts some 100 sites registered on the Iranian National Cultural Heritage List. The Kingdom of Urartu rose to prominence in the mid-9th century BC. Urartu is mentioned in surviving texts from their sometimes rivals in the Assyrian Empire, beginning in the early 15th century BC. Centered in the Armenian highlands, Urartu enjoyed considerable political power in the Middle East in the 9th and 8th centuries BC, but fell into a gradual decline and eventually fell to the Iranian Medes. 
Our second story this week takes us to northern Israel, where new research reveals that about 12,000 years ago, humans turned the bones of small birds into instruments that imitated the songs of certain birds. As published in the journal Scientific Reports, the small flutes could have been used by Paleolithic communities to communicate, to attract prey when hunting, or to make music. An international team of archaeologists, led by José Miguel Tejero, researcher at the University of Barcelona's Prehistoric Studies and Research Seminar, and the University of Vienna's Laboratory of Paleogenetics, and Laurent Davin from the French National Center for Scientific Research, conducted the study. The objects emerged from the archaeological site of Anan in northern Israel, which dates from the late Natufian archaeological period and has been excavated periodically since 1955. Anon was inhabited from 12,000 to 8,000 BC, around the time when humans were undergoing a massive reorganization from nomadic hunter-gatherers to more sedentary agricultural communities. The French-Israeli team of archaeologists discovered fragments of seven different flutes, dating to around 10,000 BC. This is the largest collection of prehistoric sound-producing instruments ever found in the Levant. Davin was looking over some of the recovered bones when he noticed tiny holes drilled at regular intervals along a few of them. He initially dismissed these features as normal wear and tear on the delicate bird bones. However, when Davin examined the bones more closely, he noticed that the holes were clearly made by humans. According to Davin, one of the flutes was complete, making it the only one in the world in this state of preservation. The instruments came from the remains of small stone dwellings at a lakeside site called Enan Malala. All of the seven flutes were fashioned from the wing bones of waterfowl that wintered at the lake. Davin and his team used the wing bone of a modern female mallard to create a precise replica of the prehistoric flute. When played, the instrument made high-pitched sounds similar to common kestrel and sparrowhawk calls raising the possibility that the instruments served to entice birds while hunting. The largest flute had red ochre decorations and a worn spot where it may have been hung from a string or a strip of leather. Next we go to the Yucatan Peninsula, where Maya ritual offerings came to light at the site of Ushmal. The discovery occurred in Structure 26 of the architectural group known as El Palomar, the House of the Doves, during conservation work led by site archaeologist Jose Huchim Herrera. The architectural features of Ushmal embody the distinctive Pu'uk style, characterized by smooth, low walls that open on ornate friezes inspired by traditional Maya dwellings. These are represented by columns, symbolizing the reeds used for the walls of the huts, and trapezoidal shapes representing the thatched roofs. Most of the city's major construction works took place while Ushmal was the capital of a late classic Maya state from around AD 850 to 925. It is considered one of the most important archaeological sites of Maya culture. As reported by Heritage Daily, excavations found ritual offerings from the late classic period, dating from AD 750 to 900, including a tripod bowl and four vessels and a stella depicting a god and a goddess that signified the duality between life and death. According to Herrera, the arrangement of the four vessels evokes the four corners of the universe and the four cardinal points, which contain a sacred liquid for the gods. The vessels include a fluted pot with a short neck that corresponds to the late classic period, 
while the remainder are of the terminal classic Munaware type from AD 900 to 1100. The offerings have been removed to conduct micro-excavations to determine if they still contain any food residue or organic materials that could be used to date the vessels more precisely. Our final story brings us to Florence, Italy, where a new study found that a member of the renowned Medici family suffered from malaria. The Medicis were an immensely influential and wealthy banking family that exerted great influence over Renaissance Florence, eventually becoming rulers of the Duchy of Tuscany in the 16th century. Because of their power and status, they buried their dead like monarchs in the San Lorenzo Basilica in central Florence, keeping the skeletal remains of the bodies in coffins with the organs removed and stored in separate terracotta jars that often bore the Medici family crest. In the new study, published in the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention journal, Emerging Infectious Diseases, researchers analyzed tissue samples in an attempt to match the organ remains with their respective bodies. As reported in Live Science, the researchers by chance discovered parasite-like structures indicative of malaria on red blood cells in some of the remains. Further analysis confirmed that these structures were the malaria parasite Plasmodium falciparum. According to Albert Zink, director of the Institute for Mummy Studies in Italy, where the research was conducted, researchers knew red blood cells could be preserved, but they had not expected to find the parasites after 500 years had passed. Scientists knew that malaria was endemic in the region from the 2nd or 3rd century until the early 20th century, but had assumed that the endemic malaria species was Plasmodium vivax, which causes a milder form of the disease. Plasmodium falciparum, which is more deadly, usually favors tropical climates. The research suggests malaria was more widespread than previously thought, and that the more virulent type, falciparum, survived in the temperate Italian climate. It's likely that the Medici individual who was infected experienced a severe relapsing fever, though the researchers can't say for sure whether malaria actually was fatal. The anonymity of the individual makes it harder to set the results in context or understand the person's symptoms and further interpret the findings. The Medicis, both men and women, enjoyed hunting in the marshlands of Florence, which would have been the perfect environment for malaria-bearing mosquitoes to thrive. It is likely that if one member of the family caught malaria in that area, others may have followed suit. The contents of the two other jars had already been matched to two prominent individuals, Anna Maria Luisa de' Medici and Vittoria della Rovera, who was the wife of Ferdinand II de' Medici. Further analysis of the tissue samples may help to match the contents sampled in the current study to a specific person. That wraps up the news for this week. For more stories and daily news updates, visit Archaeologica on the World Wide Web at archaeologica.org, where all the news is history. Also, be sure to check out our new subscription platform, Heritage Broadcasting Service, at heritagetac.org. I'm Laura Kennedy, and I'll see you next week. This has been the audio news from Archaeologica, presented by the Archaeology Channel. Be sure to check back with us next week for our next edition. You can spread the word about the audio news by clicking on the Share This link on our audio news webpage, or just by telling your friends. Thanks very much for stopping by. Mm-hmm.